I am Rabbi J. Simcha Cohen. I am the rabbi of Congregation Etzchayim in West Palm Beach, Florida. The topic, guidelines for those who lead synagogue services. Our role is to articulate a number of halachas that every shlich tzibah should be aware of. The first deals with the recitation of the Shema. There are a variety of synagogue customs pertaining to congregational roles in the Shema. In many, many large synagogues, all sing the first verse of Shema together. In Shtiblach or Hasidic and Yeshiva type minyonim, each person generally recites the Shema at his own pace. There's no endeavor to recite the Shema as a communal function or to attach a particular melody to its recitation. It's important to note that the Shulchan Aruch provides a clear-cut procedure for reciting the Shema. The Shulchan Aruch says that there are two basic customs for reciting the Shema. Some have the custom to say the Shema in a voice that may be heard by others, while some have the custom to recite the Shema silently. Ramor, however, rules that the common custom is to recite the first verse of the Shema aloud, or Chaim 61.26. There is no dispute about this ruling of the Ramor. Two, the Shlich moreover, has a specific role when saying the Shema. The Shulchan Aruch rules that the Shlich must recite the first verse of the Shema aloud so that the congregation, and I'm quoting, will hear it and enthrone the heavenly name together, Arachayim 62.5. Again, no one disagrees with or disputes this ruling. The implication appears to be that when the congregation recites Shema together, the recitation is transformed from a private prayer into a public prayer. It becomes a form of Kiddush Shemayim Barabim. Accordingly, the custom of singing in unison, the first verse of the Shema, is rooted in sacred halachic principles. And even should one not wish to sing the first verse, at least the Shlich should make certain that he recites it aloud so that all will hear and respond. The second halacha that I'd like to deal with has to do with a chazan who sings non-Jewish tunes. What's the halacha? The Ramon Orachayim 5324 rules that a shlich sings non-Jewish melodies should be admonished to desist from such a practice. In the event he does not heed the warning and refuses to desist, he should be removed from his post. Of concern is what is the definition of a non-Jewish song. The Mishnah Brewer notes that the term refers to melodies that Gentiles use for idol worship. The Bach in Responsum 127 notes that it only applies to tunes that are specifically used for such a purpose. Accordingly, the prohibition applies only to religious tunes or songs actually utilized in non-Jewish religious services. It would not refer to general popular tunes that lack any religious overtones. It would thus be prohibited, for example, to sing in davening the tune for Silent Night. As such, should a person sing a non-Jewish melody which has no religious overtones at 
synagogue services, it seems that there are no halachic qualms about this procedure. As such, this may be the legal halachic rationale for singing, for example, Adon Olam, to modern-day popular tunes. Please note the Shulchan Aruch in 5382.